Welcome to the Effects Loop. I'm Diaz. I'm Scott. I'm Clifton. I'm Brian. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving it in. I'm not editing this. All right. And we're keeping you in the loop with the guitar community. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by is it String Joy. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Okay. Brought to you by String Joy. Sound better, play better. Sometimes I just like don't believe that they'd want to sponsor us. So like I double check. Um, so check out stringjoy.com. They've got amazing strings. I just got some actual some 8020 acoustic strings on my main gigging guitar, and they're flipping sweet. I got the super lights though. Cause I mean, when you're playing for like three hours straight, you don't want some crazy like super tough strings that are destroying your fingers it's never just a, just a humble brag and also talking about the strings <laughs> yeah i play you know really long time guys well i'm just saying yeah. if you like <laughs> if you like playing in your bedroom for three hours straight try these strings <laughs> for sure <laughs> that's their new tagline all right so check out stringjoy.com and it would be uh It'd be pretty cool if you told them that you heard about them from us. That way they know that they're getting their money's worth. You know, that return on investment. Okay. Uh, let's see. Let's do with, let's do some what's new. Scott, what's new with you? Uh, so I got my Kemper in. Which, oh, dang. Yeah. That's been a deep dive. Um, I it's only work. took like a year and a half of me like bugging you to get a Kemper. I know. And it's pretty nice. So now you have one and I don't. Isn't that, isn't it ironic? Because it's not ironic like nothing in that song is it's like ten thousand spoons when all you need is a knife <laughs> it's like rain on your wedding day which is ironic somehow i guess i don't know <laughs> so yeah i got i got the kemper i got it figured out um or at least i got parts of it figured out man i there's so many things in this thing to adjust and tweak for... yeah it, it is a tweaker's paradise and i'm not talking about nebraska avenue in tampa florida yeah. Calling well, out I, Avenue. I did like zero research before diving into this thing. I just got a good enough deal that I was like, all right, this is my chance to play with one for a month and sell it if I don't like it mm-hmm. um, and not lose money. So I was just like, all right, I'll do that. Yeah, because I was going to ask, like, what made you choose that as opposed to like a, you know, Helix or uh, Fractal or anything like that? It was just because so, of the deal? Everyone kept telling me. So I was originally planning an HX stomp. Yeah. That was that was originally sort of the idea. Um because then I could take the DL4 off my board and boom, I have a, you know, I have everything I'm missing and it's fine. Um, and then people just kept telling me that it doesn't take pedals well. Because mm-hmm. I don't want to, I don't know. I, I still like my that's, overdrive pedals. I still like the tweakability of it. That's totally not true. Because whoever's telling you that, like, that must not have good ears. Because to get any good like overdrive sound... They, number one, Kemper doesn't have that many overdrives. It's got like the green screamer. It's got a rat yeah. um, or what you call the mouse or something like that. And it's like, that's it. You've got a, a tube screamer and a, a rat, which I mean, those are two great pedals. But like, it's well, I think not... he was saying the a Helix doesn't take pedals well, right? Oh, yeah. So like, we, if I wanted uh, to, if I wanted to amend my original board, because I still really oh, yeah. like everything that's on my board. And I was like, do I want to sit and redial everything in digitally? And I, I'm not mm-hmm. there with the Kemper where I'm like, all right, all I need is the Kemper. No. no. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I got the remote and all that stuff. So 
theoretically I probably could just do a set with it. I just didn't like, I just didn't really like the mentality and I don't really tap dance that much between settings. So I don't really, I don't really find much of a problem you're, with having a big pedal board and you're, you're probably wearing the wrong shoes for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just, mean, I you pretty, need like little wingtips to get all the, all the switches. Yeah. yeah. Um, why you just hear Scott walking across the stage? Clack, 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 clack. <laughs> Sorry, like tap dancing You know how many discussions I've actually had about like, all right, guys, when you walk across the stage, walk really quietly because we're praying, and then the one person just comes out and like stomp, 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 stomp all the way across. <laughs> they just hey, like right. Incredible Hulk jumping in yes. front of like from thing to thing. All right, so I'm gonna do a random confession for you guys. I actually used to clog, which is close to tap dancing. <laughs> You're so Caucasian. Like, listen, listen. We I don't we used to clog to White Lightning by George Jones in the song Elvira. This is so my, good. Listen, my mom signed me up for it, okay? I've done a lot of weird things in my life. Clogging is one of them. I also was a in tumbling when I was a kid. What's tumbling? Tumbling is like ballet for boys. That's okay. just what they call it. Like so before you I, I, yeah, I was in the Wizard of Oz. I was a mouse. Okay, there you I go. Still, I still have my mom. Still has that picture somewhere. You still got the moves, though. You know. Oh yeah, <laughs> listen, I can boogie down. There's 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 video out there of me at a wedding just going to town. <laughs> the dance floor, you just spank. Yeah, you know, you're spanking the planks out there. <laughs> oh my gosh, I I was making everyone look bad. Whenever yeah. Get Low by Little John came on. Shh. I just too much one. sauce out there. Too much sauce. <laughs> but Scott, um, Scott, yeah, Scott feels uncomfortable. Diaz, uh, you also play Kemper. Are you used to? I remember. I used kind of to. Big, yeah, I actually had to sell it. No, oh, okay. It was kind of like a finance thing, or you? Yeah, you ever sick I, of it or? No, I want one again. I, I, I when I sold it, I needed money to uh, actually to go to that wedding where I boogied down. Um, mm. So that that was one of the things. I mean, I still have a uh, tech 21 liverpool which is an ac30 in a box and i use that and it sounds fantastic it sounds good so i nice. i mean i was able to i kind of went budget and which uh and then i actually just recently sold quite a bit more gear i was unemployed for a little bit of time mm-hmm. so but like i'm actually i'm actually really enjoying having like sold a bunch of stuff i just sold a guitar actually earlier today i sold one of my old acoustics for it's like 225 bucks. Yeah, it's nice to get rid of things and kind of a new mindset. Yeah, and then it, whenever I want to buy something, I'll feel less guilty for having a bunch of crap sitting around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, but, I, uh, I have yeah. a purge coming on, I think, soon with just pedals, but I'm debating on it. But you guys both uh, go direct, right, for church? Uh, I go direct, Scott. Or almost, I go direct for all my gigs, except mm-hmm. for if they want, uh, if they, there's no way to go direct, I've got a head rush. So, but I still use, it's the same basic premise. I'm not using like an actual tube amp or an actual yeah, yeah, yeah. amp. So I have an elaborate rig where I actually have two amps that I use and they- I've seen your board amp. is ridiculous. What amps are you using? I have a, I have a 69 Super Reverb and no, a nice an ac15 hand wired with the el nico blue wait is nice. 69 super reverb the model or is it from 1969 it is from 1969 yeah nice 
<laughs> or at least that's what I've I, that's what's dated on some of the parts. I don't know the actual year, but it's a, it's a drip edge, so it's it's that era. That's pretty sweet. You just kind of bring those both out to I, gig. I literally leave them at church. I I don't take them home. Oh, for sure. Okay. Scott doesn't have kids yet to carry stuff for him. That's that's what I do. <laughs> nope. when, I, when I used to do elaborate rigs, I'm like, all right, that was like today. I download my gear, and I told the boys, I was like, all right, guys, get it out. Let's go. <laughs> they know where everything goes and everything. It's great. So it's, there you go. You got your little roadies. That's Perfect. right. Yeah. If if I if I if my rig gets any if I was a drummer, I'd need like two more kids though. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's see. All right. So Scott, uh, anything else new? uh nothing else in hand so we'll see what i've just been playing guitar like crazy because i'm cooped up so and yeah i just yeah. got a kemper and there's 1600 amp profiles i have to go through <laughs> one of my and favorite things paralysis. was to go on the was to go on the rig exchange and just click random amps yeah. and like try to play something with it that 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 really was a lot of fun expanding my playing and kind of keeping me uh on my toes as a player yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to lie. I'm not too impressed with what I've seen on Rig Exchange so far. Uh, Did you get? If you sort by rating, one oh. of the or not by rating, but like rating by the number, there's one at the top. It's called Morgan AC20, mm-hmm. and it's by like, I don't know. There's a G like RMPGGO something something close to that. Hmm. Um, that is by far my favorite profile paid or not oh and i need to get you that uh link well you had a bunch of stuff on there when you you got it um, yeah i did i mean so I, oh, the then, guy i bought it from had it loaded up and then i found some more stuff and then okay i went and so bought the guy you packs, bought, so i'm pretty happy with what i bought so the guy you bought it from i gave this link to so you've already got everything on in the link well i had the thousand that were on his profile no, that's okay. what I'm saying. So, so uh, there's no point in me giving you the link because I'm the one who gave it to him. Okay, because it was mostly the free Tone Junkies pack. No, there mostly. should have been some other stuff. Okay, we'll talk. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> we'll talk off the air. All right, Clifton. I know you got actually. I, oh, sorry, I just hit my keyboard. Um, you. I know you got something new recently, kind of along the yeah. same lines of the Kemper. Well, um, so I've I've got several things I can talk about. Um. One is um, I don't have any I don't have a ampless solution right now. Um, I was borrowing an HX stomp um, from Michael Newman. He he moved kind of close by, and so we did some uh, swapping around some gear and stuff. And I got to try his out for a couple months because he plays the Kemper predominantly. Yeah, he's and, been lighting uh, up my inbox, um, not in a bad way. <laughs> not a bad way. He's been a big help of me kind of sorting out some stuff. So thank you. Yeah. Yeah, he's um he he really likes that solution and um I mean um he came and played at my church um using his rig and it it sounded really good um but so I, I got to try out the HX Stomp for a while I loved it it was it was really fun um and then one of our guitarists went out I think he, like he got a tax refund check a couple weeks ago and bought a Head Rush like the full like Head Rush rig deal. Mm-hmm. And um, so I got to play with that, um, got to dig in with that. Um, I, I'm having trouble. The The layout, of course, it's the big board. It, it's simple, but I think I prefer the HX Stomp as far as the way it sounds and Not the stuff that's, that's loaded in, like that's, you know, stock on the, on the HX Stomp. 
I just I was able to dial like pull in what I like faster. Like the head rush, I had to sit there and tweak, tweak, tweak. And um, you know, one of the things about like the head rush is like you go to like an amp model, and and first of all, like there's not a lot of amp models on there. Mm-hmm. Um, but you go in and like all the pre all the patches that are loaded in are all like flat, like everything's set on five. And so hmm. it really takes you like going in and tweaking the EQ on those to make them sound, you know, like, like what you're used to hearing out of those amplifiers. So if I remember right, head rush is based on the 11 rack. Yes. Stuff. So I've, I've had those sounds available for I don't know, a couple of years and I'm of a similar mindset. It's hard to get a good sound out of them, but mm-hmm. I, I, the same thing I've heard about Helix is Helixes, uh, Helix high, <laughs> Helix high, um, is that you really just got to load in some IRs and then they start sounding good. It's the speaker sim is where they, they fall short. Um, okay. and I wonder yeah. with 11 rack is it a similar thing. I know with uh, 11, because I had the plug-in, because I, I ended up buying it for, I mean, Pro Tools years ago for really cheap. I don't know if it was like a m- mispriced or something on Musician's Friend. It was, I got it, it for was, like 15 was, bucks. Yeah, it was thrown in for free with mine. And uh, I got I got like a, the free version with Pro Tools was mm-hmm. like, you know, you had two amps, like the 11 DigiDesign amps, two of mm-hmm. them. And then like, you, I got the full version for like 15 bucks or whatever where they back when they actually used to send the cd for the program <laughs> and i was like it, i ended up playing it and i'm like this doesn't sound that great if i would have paid 100 bucks for this i would have been pissed <laughs> yeah i mean that was that was the era of guitar rig was, yeah and i i thought guitar rig sounded better and it was just like i'm like oh yeah so i'm like i've never been too impressed with like oh yeah this has the 11 technology i'm like i never liked that <laughs> yeah. yeah the uh, but i've heard the, so UI the head, is fantastic on them the head rush that's where it really excels it has the best user interface out of all of them because it's it's literally like drag and drop like you and it's it's a touch screen you drag and drop what you want where you want it and the well so the like it's funny because like the look of it reminds me of a garage band Mm -hmm. where like the pedals are like generic looking weird things very similar and you can turn the knobs and all that and it's it's but i mean it's cool if it would have a be- if it had a better sound mm-hmm. it it could have beaten every other uh digital platform because of the user interface being absolutely amazing yeah i think on the other side of that spectrum is the fractal stuff i'm a fractal guy so i have uh the axe 8 and i'm trying to get rid of a uh axe fx2 and they sound incredible but the user interface is god awful it is so terrible to use if you're not comfortable with like you know you had to click this to enter this screen to hold down this button to go here and then twist that knob to go here i'm like it's terrible if you hook it up to a computer it's a lot easier the computer editing program is really really good and the sounds are great but if you're like i'm like oh hey can i edit something no (laughs) good luck (laughs) (laughs) see i've been having the similar kind of thing with the camper where it's just like you got to wade through these menus and yeah, without plugging the, into a computer, forget about it. I, I would if, not spend all this time. With, okay, if I didn't honestly, um, if you're as long as I mean, if you're only tweaking effects, it's really easy on the Kemper. But like, yeah, I agree completely. Like a lot of the stuff I did, um, I mean, that's why the the having the profiles being able to download mm-hmm. is such a benefit to the Kemper 
because you've got the amp along with it already being like the settings pretty well tweaked. Yeah. And then, yeah, and yeah that's one of the point. benefits. Yeah. They, they have, they're amazing starting points. And you've got people who go on there. My favorite thing is when people do like the entire preset for a song on there and being able to go and like trying to jam that song and seeing how close you sound to the guitar player that i love that like i'd see like joe satriani or like surfing with the alien and i'd cl- double click on it and i'd start playing surfing with the alien to see how close it sounded that's that was a lot of fun yeah one thing with the kemper that i've heard is like it it does take pedals well like i mean uh oh, yeah. diaz what you were saying it's like it it does and so a lot of people kind of make that as like here's my amp and cab situation and i just put my pedals in front of it and with a lot of people that's more friendly because you're like cool i get one good sound out of the amp because what that's what most people are doing anyway and then i get mm-hmm. the rest of my effects and changing and all stuff like that you know in front of the amp and then you know or if i wanted to you could use it um there's four cable like what, method yeah four cable I, method that's what i used to do with mine was a four cable method because i always use my own drive pedals and um i used uh, the reverb, I'm not, I was, I've never been, I've never been like a huge reverb fan. Like I have one set and I just leave it mm-hmm. because I usually do, I usually do like a nice plate reverb, like kind of subtle or even like a decent room reverb. And that, that's it. But my delays, I never use the onboard delays for the Kemper, not because of anything with them, but because with delay, I like to tweak by hitting the, by playing with the knobs. Mm-hmm and it's a lot more interactive with pedals than right yeah yeah but so i've got mine running five cable actually because i uh i run a stereo effects loop back because i split to wet dry Mm -hmm. and uh that's all well and good the only problem i got right now is there's a little latency between my left and right um Mm -hmm. rigs and so if i don't have any effects on i'm playing straight and I have never noticed this. On? Well, no, I uh, so <laughs> normally when I'm at home and I'm practicing, I pan one hard left and I pan one hard right, and I'm playing and it's fine. But so I, I centered them both mono, and it sounds like I have a flange <laughs> pedal stuck. Oh, there's just, maybe like a, a phase issue. Yeah, just yeah. a hint. I think I think I don't know. You might have to look into that. That doesn't sound right at all. I mean, I've the, never the, had that problem. The easy solution is you just throw a simple. Um, not like a delay pedal, but an actual physical delay into just one of them and it's fine. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I bet, I bet there is in the menu, uh, like a phase option. Cause I, there's in the global presets on fractals, there's like a phase option between, uh, yeah. I can, one and two outputs. I can, I can flip my phase 180 mm-hmm. with the, the splitter pedal I made, but that's not the issue. It's, it, it's not a 180 phase. It's a, it's a more subtle phase. Gotcha. All right. Brian, what have you gotten new lately? Uh, let's see. So in uh, California, so we're uh, on a little bit of a lockdown here. My job, I was uh, put on at least two weeks off um, starting, I don't know, a couple days ago. So I'm like, okay, I'm kind of like thinking of what am I going to you know, do with my time? So I'm really trying to do, I'm trying to be productive. And so oh, uh, like I finished a, finished a video that I did. Um, for I guess I demoed the Canalia pedal from Lollygagger. Is that so how you kinda, pronounce it correctly? That's how I'm saying it. Canalia, Canaglia. It's I say Canalia because uh, I I said it in the video and he did not correct me. So <laughs> and Sean would correct you. I feel. he totally would. He's he would call you out if you even just uh, you know say, you know pronounce it wrong. He would just like I'm gonna 
<laughs> let it's you have it. It's pronounced fragile. It's Italian. So it was a lot of fun, and um, I'm kind of just trying to get into like uh, not in the whole video game kind of thing. Like I, I just want to, I don't know, make more content for the podcast, uh, Tone Tricks podcast, by the way. Um, a little plug there. <laughs> so it was, it was fun. So I'm trying to like go down and like you know figure out a. I don't know, a format for videos that I do demos with. And I always like was the person going back to my word. I would never want to do demos. And I'm like, okay, I'll do a demo because it's the first thing I can think about. And so um, I did one for uh, the Flippin' Flippers for their uh, stack pedal. And then I was like, okay, well, I was talking to Sean about it. I'm like, you know what? Let me just demo your pedal because I'm like, I, like, he doesn't have a ton of demos on that pe- pedal. And then I'm like, you know what? Let me see if I can do it justice. So I kind of, what I do is like, Okay, talk about it real quick because I'm like people don't want to listen to somebody talk for like 45 minutes. Like this panel has this kind of. I'm like no, I give it like give you 30 seconds, play it in a song, demo, play through it. This is where you can buy it. Bye. And so I kind of got that down. So I'm like okay, I'm I'm felt good about finishing it, and I'm kind of getting a little bit better with uh, Final Cut Pro, and you know just shooting the video and just kind of getting a better like in front of a camera because that's the worst. <laughs> if you guys ever like talking in front of a camera, I know you you guys done. Like a couple of like interviews and stuff like that. It's really difficult. <laughs> uh, I I remember one time we interviewed Fender and I thanked them for stopping by because I just was like I could not think anymore after a while. <laughs> yeah, you're like, damn. Like, yeah. thanks for coming to my summer nam. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's this is it's my fun. TED talk. <laughs> so so I, I I got that one done and I so far uh, people have you know liked it and they said oh this is a really cool approach to this pedal because normally you see like. The blues rockers and like your pentatonic licks for days for like you know eight minutes i'm like okay i just hey, hold on. i resemble that <laughs> remark okay listen. <laughs> nothing wrong with that i got I, i'm like figure one on pentatonics i'm there all day i yeah. throw phaser delayed reverb and i'm just i'm like you know the cock of the walk <laughs> like, I, listen, I, mean, I play in church i just play you too i just play you two licks for like yeah four hours. <laughs> I was gonna say, punk rock solo is you just got to find one note and you play it for 16 measures Exactly, so, or you got, ooh, or you got to do octave power chord, the octaves. Just... Hey, that's that's exactly what I did for the video. <laughs> nice, <laughs> you got you got me pegged. Uh, the, but that, no, that, that flagpole sitta like kind of. Yeah, it, it's it's a lot of fun. So I'm I'm working on my next one now. I'm kind of doing uh, more of a vloggy type video, but my whole goal is to keep it like under five minutes so people can be like, oh, watch this. Or, nah, I don't know. Not like I'm going to make a 45 minute video. I'm finding um, that with YouTube these days is everyone keeps going longer and longer and longer with their stuff. Mm-hmm. It's because, well, from what I've seen, and I'm just, I could be just spouting out nonsense, um, YouTube pays you more as people watch longer. Yeah, for every minute. So that's why you see a lot more people are doing these live streams mm-hmm. because when they rewatch the live stream, that's you know sixty eight minutes, and it's on your feed now. And all you did was just answer question. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I'm like, I've not gotten a dime for anything that I've done music related. So I'm like, yeah, I'm just gonna keep on stuff that I find interesting, not to be like, I'm gonna make some money off of this. <laughs> so I'm working on the next one, which is. Uh, like a vlog, I mean, I'll, I'll say it now, so hopefully I get it done and actually like stake my flag. I'm gonna do like a fuzz versus pop punk. I play pop punk in my band, and I have said so many times that I don't like fuzz pedals. So I'm trying to use a fuzz pedals for all my dirt for a, a, a song and see if I can actually make it happen. So that's my next video. That's what I've been working on. So I think well, the you problem with fuzz, hmm? you play humbuckers, yeah. don't you? I do, yes. Uh, yeah. Predominantly, I have a jazz master, which is traditional jazz master, you know, pickups. So. Oh, those should like fuzz. 
Uh, actually, the humbuckers did. I, I play a really oh. low output humbucker hmm. in my uh, Les Paul, and it's uh, made by Sonic Pickups, and it's the Crystal Palace, and it's 5K. It's oh, really low output. Low. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, compared to like, because most people are like, oh, punk rock play like, you know, 16 or above and really high output. And I, I prefer really. Mm-hmm. I loved those, but they're not great. <laughs> no. <laughs> They'll like overload the front end. Like I said, I play a fractal and like you'll hit the front end. But cool, I'll clip the front end and digital clipping is not good. <laughs> one, of, one of my weird favorite pedals, uh, or fit not, I mean, sorry, weird favorite pickups that I loved. I used to have a humbucker from hell in my neck position on an SG. Oh, wow. And okay. That was absolutely fantastic. That was one of my favorite necks. That was the dime pickups. bag Daryl one, right? Like the, uh-huh. with the, with the, was it like, the... hold on. I don't know if that was actually dime. Uh, I thought it was. It I thought like, it was someone... If it's from hell, that sounds like a dime bag thing. I know. Like, like I... cowboys from hell. It's a humbucker yeah. from hell. <laughs> uh, I, I just, I feel like that might, I'm, I'm not spreading misinformation. There's it was the one with the blades, the right? You heard it here, folks. That's, that's the dime bag Daryl one. That you <laughs> you say it once, you're like that. That's fact. But yeah, so I'm trying to be productive and trying to do videos, and that's not the easiest thing for me. It was talking in front of a camera because you can talk on a podcast. You're like, oh, cool, we can edit something out, or you can like, if you're like, uh, but if you, on, in, in a video, it's really hard to do. <laughs> or like to be like, I'm not looking at a camera. I'll be like looking at something else. I'm like, cool. I'm just wasted that take one more time. <laughs> Okay, so it doesn't say anything about Dimebag Daryl. Okay, and I made it up. <laughs> no, I can under I understand it completely where you would get that. Paul Gilbert uses it. Oh dang. And then yeah, that's pretty much the only person on there. Huh. Okay, so Okay. Sorry, I got distracted. What about you, Diaz? What's uh what's shaking? What's grooving? What's new in your uh, world? I almost got shot this week. So oh, dang. there was that. Um no, I right, so uh, when I was unemployed, I put up a, an ad for guitars for hire. Um, uh-huh. and cause I've had churches hire me before and play. Mm-hmm. And so I was, I put it out there and I, I have not gotten one church that actually was willing to pay everyone. Uh, cause I live in the Bible belt and musicians are a dime a dozen in Tennessee. So it just, it doesn't happen as often. It's not a big, uh, guest market you could say in this area for that. Um, but so this church sent me a text message and I had, uh, a friend's husband passed away. So I was mm. uh, spending some time with her and helping her through all this. And, uh, it was just kind of, he'd like text me and I didn't respond back. Cause I was literally, he texted me the day, the day that he passed away and I was over there. And so I didn't respond back and he's like, I'd really love for you to come and, you know, possibly, uh, play or whatever so i was like finally responding back i was like hey sorry you know this is what's going on he's like yeah okay so we're having that was on monday and he's like we're having rehearsal on tuesday would you be able to come i was like okay and i asked him what church it was and you know what style it was and it's a predominantly black church that does you know uh, a very new style of gospel Mm -hmm. and i was like really excited i mean because like the first song that we were going to rehearse had three key changes in it like it's just it's it was it's just a lot of fun for me because one of the first churches that I ever played at was an all black church. And by all black I mean like me and my brother were the only two white people there and just because we were musicians. And it was just that I absolutely love playing that style. And uh I so I show up Tuesday at four when they say they're gonna be there. I get there like 
right on time. I get out. I've got my oldest son with me who's a bass player because I'm like, if we're going to be at an, a gospel church, you, I want you to come watch this bass player. And so I go. I, I'm. It, it's in a bad part of town. And mm-hmm. I knew that going there. So I walk up. The church has like bars on the windows and all that stuff. And there's no one there. Like not a soul. Every door's locked. I'm the only car in the parking lot. No one's there. I text the guy. I'm like, hey, man, I'm here. Like, you know, kind of like what's going on. Like it's a bruise. Yeah, dude, no answer. I was like, after like I, I said, I'm gonna give him 15 minutes to to get a hold of me, and then I'm gonna go. And like we're sitting there, and we see like this crackhead walk by. Like no joke. They're like no no debating it. I, I thought I heard a gunshot. It was probably just a car backfiring, but uh, <laughs> it was like we left, and like we go and we see the deli like on the same street as the church, and it's like we cash checks and take ebt i was like all right that's my sign i'm out like, <laughs> there's pl- uh, yeah there's a lot i mean there's parts of town in san diego like that and usually those are the fun dive bars to play but you i mean you wouldn't be like hey uh you know mom grandma you should come see my show i'd be like nah man I'll, yeah we'll just play there <laughs> i i got a yeah. question about san diego yeah. is there a place in that city where you don't hear airplanes landing oh man uh yeah, you I just would, get used to I, it. I want, yeah, I definitely get used to it. Except think about like, oh, where I work, where I live, where Kyle lives. I mean, we'll be recording the show and you hear like planes just taking off or landing. Like, God damn, <laughs> they're all over the place. Uh, yeah. yeah, they are. And then I was going to say, oh, North County. I'm like, no, nah. then you get Miramar. There, There's a lot of places, but I think you just get used to it. Totally. It's not even just like a thing that you think about. You're like, oh, yeah, right next to the airfield here. I used to live next to a train to train tracks and like people would come visit like our friends for our family would like come visit from out of town and they're like i couldn't sleep i heard trains all night and we're like i slept like a rock like this is perfectly fine with me like the trains were literally like uh probably a hundred yards away you're like Uh, yeah it 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 do be like that sometimes yeah it it do (laughs) um all right so since we've all talked about hold on wait did i actually get new gear though um okay so i did get something that was really cool i got a g7th nashville capo which is kind mm. of like their Kaiser style. That is by far the best capo for an acoustic I've ever played. Because you've been using the the more traditional G7, right? I've been using the Performance 3. Yeah. And the the only problem I have is um with it doesn't have like a a good solid like a clip. So when I'm when I I realized the last time I was playing, like switching like from capo to um not having a capo was just kind of annoying so i wanted to get one that had a better uh grip and was just easier to move to the headstock because that was the one the g7s that's that's the one that you kind of like you um control how much pressure is on the fretboard, right okay yeah that's like kind of their thing and they've got um like the new one has a specific radius like like it's the rubber they use kind of forms a better radius than the tough rubber that a lot of them have or like i mean you know a kaiser it's got some rubber but mostly it's just that metal beam that's holding your strings down yeah i'm i'm in the camp of just cheap capos but i have like tons of them i'm like a squirrel with nuts i put them everywhere because i will always forget a capo at a show and we have a couple songs where it's like i capo up and i'm like i don't think i could play the song without that <laughs> so i yeah. keep them in the bass case i keep them in you know uh where we keep cables i keep them in my own all every guitar case has a capo but I'm, i've never played a really nice capo before i've always just like the cheap dunlop or kaiser ones well i mean this so this one was only 18 bucks 
Okay. Yeah. So, so, so that's, I mean, well, on par with Kaiser. Kaiser's okay, like, yeah. what, usually like 20 bucks or so. Yeah. I uh, guess I always assume that, aren't they? I thought they, they were, yeah. Like, I haven't bought a capo since 2005 or earlier, so I don't really know. How have you How have you kept the capo that long? <laughs> I leave it in its case. He, he, oh, that, I have a, yeah, the Scott's guitar. the guy who uses a pen all the way through. Right. <laughs> you, you buy one, and then you're like, yep, I finished that one, <laughs> instead of just losing it. No, oh, I lose like... pens like crazy. But, uh, yeah, I don't, I haven't. I think I've used a capo once in the last three years. Oh well, it must be nice to be that talented. Well, I play electric guitar. <laughs> I play electric guitar more often than not, so I'm trying to not play the cowboy chords. So I'm doing yeah. something different. So um, that was like a challenge oh. I made for myself. I don't know, two years ago, three years ago, where I was like, "Stop using a capo." So I did. Mm -hmm. um, but I uh, I played acoustic. We did a Chicago's been on lockdown for I don't know. We're like full lockdown now, but before we were in like soft lockdown, where like we canceled church and like did live streams. And so I just went yeah. and we just had like a house church day. And so I brought my acoustic along and led some songs there. But that was like the first time I've really played acoustic in a while either. So, yeah. Which is, I miss it. I, I like playing acoustic. It's it's fun. Like I, like I always come back to it because acoustic's like kind of like, it is compared to like electric guitar with effects and stuff like that. It's a little boring, but once you get kind of break your whole song down or break your whole playing down to just acoustic and you like realize I'm like, wow, oh, this is actually awesome. I get to like pick out my own flaws and improve. <laughs> well, and you got to focus yeah. on different stuff too. So it was, it was a lot more fun for me um, not having to compete with a band and tracks or anything like that. I was able to kind of control and shape the dynamics of the song a lot more. And so uh, as uh, great praise and worship is not a competition, sir. <laughs> Check your heart, bro. I just want Diaz to feel like a dick. Okay, because I'm like, I'm like, did he just quit? He just done. He just leaves. Bye, boys. Well, I guess that's the episode. But I liked being able to bring more rise and fall to songs and having build ups more and things like that, not having to, you know, convey that to 16 people while not having a microphone and you know all that. Like, maybe those tap shoes would come in handy they would. three taps three taps means we're raising it up guys oh gosh unless we we've reached a point where if it's not in the clicking cues no one does anything and it's it's starting to really frustrate me where it's like guys improvise just a little bit <laughs> if you think about it, earth earth is a ravioli it's a ravioli. Cold, hard cold hard outside hot molten lava inside it might even be a hot pocket i'm not sure oh there, there you go well, hot pockets can be cold on the inside if you don't uh, they're, they're, they're either ice or lava one or the other so. or somehow both at the same time yeah i'm free he needs more and less blankets yeah all right that's my favorite one of my favorite movies is gonna be always gonna be walk hard <laughs> All right, let's <laughs> get, uh, uh, get get back on topic. Well, now that we're over thirty minutes into this episode, yeah, let's 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 dive into some news. Um, so now all of a sudden, Scott's cares uh, the Kimper. They Academy came. They, they arrived at people's house this week. That's that's why it is, and we didn't really cover it during Nam. Well, now I know what the coronavirus was was just a cover up to keep us distracted, so Kimper could finally send out the cabinet. How next week they're going to be spelling the coronavirus with a K. Okay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> with the corona cabinet. Or if you're the president, you can call it the Chinese virus with a K. Uh, 
Oh yeah, we got topical there. Yeah, I'm not sorry. Sorry, wrong. <laughs> Debunked. <laughs> it's the best. It's the best. <laughs> we listen. This this is the greatest podcast I've ever made. All right, sorry. Yeah. I'm, I'm just planning on giving an hour-long speech about maintaining social distance from everybody while shaking every single person's hand and touching the mic over 30 times. <laughs> I love the meme going around because there's the guy, I guess who's in charge of all of this, was like rubbing his head. He's probably just tired because he's probably been dealing with this nonstop. <laughs> it's like, yeah, poor guy. Did you just see this guy rubbing his face? It's like the guy who's in charge of the coronavirus has seen rubbing his face 15 seconds after giving a speech about not rubbing your face. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's so it's ridiculous. All right, let's let's get off the coronavirus. I'm, I'm so tired of it. Okay, so what do you all right? So here's the thing that I've got about this Kemper cabinet and cone that I'm like line six came out with their power cab. Mm-hmm. Like, that's awesome. Kemper just came out with a cabinet with a that's passive. Specific, that's pa- yeah, that's so a passive, which sucks because if you don't have the powered, uh, yeah, you gotta get a power amp to do it. Yeah, yeah, which is really dumb, and so and it's just got this specific speaker, which um, we could ask Cole Duke about flat range, or what was it, flat range, flat response? Yeah, FRFRs. Which, yeah. I mean, this one isn't really an FRFR speaker. It can act like one through the EQ that the Kemper has. But it's not like yeah. it's not like flat out of the box. Like, if you plug a normal amp into it, it's going to have kind of a, a shape to yeah. it. Yeah. I did... Uh, which is what most amps do. <laughs> I did message uh, Cold Duke because I'm... I, I'm thinking about going instead of like I'm doing four cable method out of, out of an amp right now, but I'm thinking of just going full force into like with the FRFR cabs, so I messaged him about it. I'm like, I'm not trying to like rile you up, but I have questions about FRFR cabs. And he's like, you what? <laughs> he was like, he's like, you're not trying to rile me up. I think you are. <laughs> That's hilarious. And I'm like, um, I think they would be cool, right? He's like, well, you could just get a PA speaker, like a powered one. I'm like, yeah, but they look lame. A powered cab would be cooler. Yeah. He's like, ugh. <laughs> What what you do is you take the baffle out of a four by twelve, and just uh-huh. put the the PA speaker behind it. There you go. Doesn't look lame. Right. You're done. hundred so one hundred eighty dollars for the speaker, just the speaker. Do you think that's a little bit high? That's about on that, par I, with a lot of Celestian speakers these days. Yeah, Celestian okay. speakers are about one hundred ten. Okay, like, I would, know, upper, 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 you know. The upper one. I I always just like remember most speakers being like close to a hundred bucks, but it's been honestly I've never been one of the people who's been to like a speaker swapper. And me so, neither. I've never I want to be done anything never. with a speaker on an amp. The only time I've ever done it was whenever I had to replace a speaker, and that was it. Like I only did it out of necessity. Yeah, every combo and cab that I have is V thirty. I want to try something else, but I'm like, I guess it sounds good. Do I need to? I mean, I that's, that's, there's a reason why that's in everything. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, what are you going to do, like, a greenback? Yeah, or, like, I have a 15-watt uh, orange. I only, or, I only own orange amps, so I'm a little oh. boring here. <laughs> I hate, I I have, hate orange amps. I don't know why. Oh, I had for a me, very, I guess. <laughs> I mean, no, well, all right, so it's, like, one of those things I've never 
been able to get a good sound from my playing out of them. I've heard people play them and I've thought they sounded good. But that's but because my- you're kind of a clean profile guy. Yeah, Orange uh, don't have good cleans as much as people that's, want to say that they do. Uh, they no, no, that's, that's 100% true. They and do. then also, they're mids on mids on mids. Your yeah. low mids, your mid mids, your high mids, they're there. And everything else is just like fizz and just... Poof. And to me, I love that as a player. Because just for what I play as a like punk rock and stuff like that, yeah. I even put a Tube Screamer in front of my Orange Amps. <laughs> just to roll off some more bass. Yeah, just to give me more mids. Yeah, and I like that. And people are like, "That sounds so stupid." Until they hear the sound, they're like, "Oh, wait, that works." Oh, that's okay. why I can't get my Fender to sound like a good punk rock tone. Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I hear that. I'm like, okay, mids on mids on mids. And tube screamers. I hate tube screamers. I'm like, yeah, I like them for this. And then they hear it and they're like, oh, wait, oh, I guess that works. Okay, <laughs> carry on. And I, I think they just look cool too. I'm, I'm a little biased on that, but also the sound of it totally fits it took me years to figure that out i was doing mesas i was doing even did the whole vox and fender twin thing and it took me years to like i tried an orange because i just thought they looked dumb and then i played it and i'm like oh wait no you know what i think they they sound great you know they look pretty cool all right (laughs) yeah i mean if you're after mids that is not the right i mean when when you think about like a like a fender or any kind of the that american sound not the right thing Mm mm-hmm not the right thing but so going back to the kemper uh just yeah. to keep us on topic a little bit so also we can move on uh where this thing is different than let's call it an frfr speaker because celestian has made those kind of speakers before where it is like a, a coaxial thing where there's a tweeter in it and it gives you a pretty flat response um these can act as that but really what what the unique thing with them is is uh kemper now will when, when you look at Kemper profile, it's amp and speaker together mm-hmm. in a pairing in that profile. So now they have some reverse kind of, we're going to try to take the speaker out of it. And then you can sim in whatever speaker you want into the yeah. system. And there's 15-ish uh, yeah, speakers Yeah, I, I, I saw that. And then you can imprint like different speaker yes. into this cab. And I'm just, uh, I, I didn't see in there, but like, how is it hooked up? Is it hooked up like a normal speaker quarter inch into it? Or does it go XLR out of this Kemper into? Uh, so they're passive. So that I don't think an XLR cord can take that level of power. Gotcha. Um, Because it's really meant for the oh, power yeah, Kemper. Oh, yeah. Because you, you got to go, yeah. And then you got to go into a power amp into yeah. that. Gotcha. Now, That's to me is like really weird. Why wouldn't you? Because to me, I would, I would just want a powered you know fr fr cab just for stage volume not to go to front of house yeah i just want it for me and so this would be like and then i want the front of house to get what the is coming out of the kemper or so fractal or whatever i don't i think this is more for that whole like amp in room feel kind of thing because it does have it doesn't have like that uniform directivity that a pa speaker will have yeah so uh, a pa speaker will be something like 90 by 90 or even wider kind of dispersion mm-hmm. pattern and it's flat and it's even everywhere whereas i think we all know how guitar speakers are not that and they have a very they can kind of laser beam the highs in some situations and things like that so mm-hmm. i think it's 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 for that it's for the person who wants to have feedback and you know all those kind of toys um, with their kemper with yeah. their kemper which I, I don't think is your average guitar player yeah and it looks it looks great on a kemper or with a kemper I'm yeah. like, oh, that matches. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I could see, you know, a touring act who's saying, all right, 
I'm bringing 30 marshals on tour with me and this is getting too cumbersome and blah, 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 blah. All right. I'm going to do the Kemper cab and it, I, they don't notice a difference. You know, mm-hmm. it's still the same feel on stage. Oh, it's so the same tone. Totally, yeah. Have like a real amp feel. Yeah. But most people who are doing the Kemper solution are trying to go quieter anyway. And if I, they want, I think that's a to... benefit that I don't, I, I, being a praise and worship guy where we're yeah. trying to keep the church quieter in the 95 decibels. Yeah. That's a thing. Um, yeah. for, you know, like a rock band or something like that. Yeah. It'd be nice to have that volume. Cause, um, I know are the three of you guys, you are you guys doing in ears, like quieter kind of setups for your churches or are you guys doing, I'm on in ears. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. In-ears. We still use wedge monitors at mine. Gotcha. But you, you guys still keep it pretty quiet. You're not like a, yeah, we, um, most of everything's directed. So I've got a couple of guitarists who are got like, some small combos on stage that we keep them pretty tame yeah and then um are you guys doing like drum shields or like even just like v drums or something uh yeah we're doing v drums gotcha we have a shield that doesn't do enough yeah we have a we have a full we had a full cage oh you had the fish tank yeah it was ghetto though <laughs> we literally put them in a fishbowl and it was good <laughs> so they, they, they have these curved glass ones now that have a full lid and actually have fans that run into them yeah like some of my clients are like looking at them and i'm always like i would hate to be the musician inside that thing but they were it's really weird yeah if they can get a tv like just right <laughs> over there it's like play spongebob on mute but you got closed captioning like okay. just... get the morning cartoons on there while you're playing that's it <laughs> You think you see they've got a Keurig back there just in the middle of the song, you see a mug come up. You just yeah. what sounds like diarrhea just coming out of this thing. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a morning blowout, dude. My coffee's done. All right. Yeah, it's uh, great. Oh my but god. Yeah, no, I was I was thinking like, oh yeah, because I'm like a lot of people playing I guess I don't know. I mean I would just think of like an FR cab because just so you can hear what the front of house is hearing. But not to be like, oh, I w-. And that's one thing with the Line 6 power cab. I was seeing that. I was like, oh, active. And you can get other IRs into that thing. And I'm like, why wouldn't you just have that coming out of your helix? I, to me, I just couldn't understand that. And I was trying to talk to RJ uh, from Teletalks. He was like, well, that way you could save a block, I guess. And you could have that you know, speaker IR in the power cab. And he's like, I really don't understand. <laughs> I think I it, was, understand. it was a cool way to market something. I, mean, yeah, I don't yeah. understand how people think that you can sign a uh, petition on Facebook and just <laughs> and, and just keep copying and adding your name. How it's going to do anything? Like this, I if you think something. that's dumb, you should join Nextdoor. Oh no, I'm on Nextdoor. <laughs> I had I went on there. There's these kids the other day selling lemonade, and I mean it's not like The Walking Dead out there. Like I'm I'm being cautious, but like I'm not going to just like see a kid selling lemonade and like roll up my window and drive faster away so i i went and i no, you steer into where those kids are at (laughs) and just keep going outside (laughs) no but but i went and i stopped i got i they poured me a glass lemonade i didn't drink it (laughs) it cost me a dollar and change i sat there and i posted on facebook i was like people should like go go support these kids they're doing something really cool yeah and this guy like freaked out he thought like like I was spreading the coronavirus myself. Yeah, on next door, <laughs> Pe- people are insane. Uh, it's 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 like nothing but gyms on there, gyms and gymettes. Yeah, there's oh, I have a lot of Karens, like Karens. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, 
it's it's like the new thing and for like especially i could imagine like if you had a bunch of house moms living near each other just all the stuff that would be put on there don't yep. talk to Susie. don't talk to Susie at 317 that bitch still owes me tupperware yeah she's <laughs> all my tupperware she didn't give me the top <laughs> she gives um, me the stink eye every time i go by yeah i know they're plotting something um yeah no i mean fake next door app uh, uh usernames <laughs> that would be a lot of fun one thing about the the cabinet that I thought was cool, at least I what I read, it was like under nine pounds. Oh, that's was super that correct. Right. Yeah, and I was like, wow, that's cool. That's got to just be the speaker. Okay, really? maybe that I I could have just like I was skimming through the article, like maybe I was wrong, but I saw that and I was like, wow, that's I mean, yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they're neodymium speakers. Maybe to keep that's them light. just yeah, as you're saying it now, I, I'm an idiot. <laughs> but I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I don't know. It's just once you start just carrying gear, I'm like, I'm sure. I mean, Scott, you leave your stuff there, but I'm like, you know, yep. Diaz, you know, you, you you'd be like, I'm carrying my gear. I'm like, man, if I could shave off like even ten pounds off this thing, I'd be. Oh, dude. Oh, like, oh, first <laughs> off, first off, my yeah. my church is on the third floor of the building, <laughs> and they don't let us into the parking lot in the morning, so I can't get to the elevator. So I haul my fifty pound board up three flights of stairs every morning. Yeah. And Jeez. I'm I'm huffing and puffing by the time, or I used to be huffing and puffing by the time I was up there. So yeah. If you if you can't do it with five pedals, you're doing something wrong. I just plug <laughs> straight into the board, and that's the tone I get for praise and worship, right? I just yeah. plug you. Listen, funniest, craziest thing, craziest setup I ever saw. This guy playing guitar into Digitech Bad Monkey into the board. You know what? He probably loves that tone. He thought he was the bee's knees. <laughs> He's probably yeah. like, yeah, man. All I need is like my, my digitech and my fingers. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, Brian, the cabinet is 25 pounds. That's the still pretty light. The itself is eight and a half. Okay, that's what I saw. I saw the 8.6. Yep. And I was like, okay. The cab's still, that's still pretty light. That's that's a really light cab if it's a two by 12. So, yeah, Dang. that's, okay. you know. It's. It's still there. Seventeen it's, of those no, pounds are already taken a, up by. Uh, no, no, it's a one by twelve. It is. Yeah, I'm like ninety percent sure. But you know, uh, still, I mean, you know, twenty twenty five pounds. Twenty five pounds. We win again. It's good. <laughs> okay, so. Oh, it ships as two by twelve or even four by twelve for replacement cabinets. Ah. Okay. Reading's hard. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you tell me, really, like, really, like, yeah, took notes on this. <laughs> <laughs> okay all hey, right let's go on to the diligent next thing. about reporting the news on this, this guys it's been four podcast. hours let's go we're already past an hour it's awesome oh my gosh go pre we even want to talk about this next thing yeah we do okay well then talk about it all right so step audio is releasing the pilot wave which long story short it's a midi controller that is also a step sequencer so mm-hmm. The way uh, you can set a rhythmic change in MIDI to change your settings. And so they're showing off a lot of videos messing with the Chase Bliss Condor, um, which yeah. is a, a great example of where you can kind of set what, what's called an expression pedal behavior to happen constantly. Re- yeah. Re- repeated perfectly. So there were some pretty cool kind of weird yeah, it, things they were doing there. It's cool because it can make like, I don't know, some like a little bit more boring utility pedals into really crazy effects that's what i took out of it so it's like i mean yeah the condor yeah it, it can do a lot of crazy stuff but i'm like ah, it you know it's kind of like an eq and stuff like that and then even the riverside drive from strymon you're like oh it's a drive pedal 
and then it's making these like crazy effects. I'm like, well, okay, because they also like showed the Hedra and stuff like that for Maris. And you're like, okay, those are already crazy effects on their own. But pairing it with this, it's pretty I cool. One of these, I, I feel like you went from bored to, to one wanting of... one desperately, and just by re <laughs> finally actually reading the article, I'm so proud no, of you. actually I watched the video, so <laughs> <laughs> there's a difference. I heard with my eyes, so listen, here's what <laughs> it was really cool. Um, I liked uh, the Enzo had a really cool uh, setting they did. Mm -hmm. I wonder I, it would be really cool if they had a way to like share presets for like certain pedals like oh, you yeah, could be like be oh cool. i like i use this with you know because a lot of the people who are going to get this are probably going to be using the same style of pedals or the same exact pedals just because the pedals this will interact really well with um is a very small corner of the market and not a lot of people really go into filter stuff or like that mm -hmm. weird stuff like I, but like there's a lot of people who play the enzos like more than i kind of realized yeah, I can also see this being really popular um, in the piano world because a lot of those pedals yeah. that we're talking about are also, I mean, not the not the Riverside, but some of the other ones are very keyboard synth friendly as well. Um, well, so even if, if they used it um, to control, like if they're using like a Yamaha motif or something that has MIDI control as well. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, there's tons of different kind of possibilities with this um only 199 so as far as far as midi controllers go it's actually on the pretty affordable side too yeah it's not too yeah. bad so I, I i see this being cheap enough that people will pick one up and try it and create cool sweeping craziness now, now i gotta buy the enzo though <laughs> i really want to make that noise i'm gonna just watch that video like over and over again you know, like this went from being like oh affordable to like damn <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I mean, once once you think about like how expensive a Condor is, or any of the, I mean, you're talking when we talk MIDI pedals, you're already in the three hundred dollar market, pretty much. Mm -hmm. Just that that added functionality immediately puts you up and over. So, um, yeah, you, there's there's a big price tag to kind of play, but once you're into it, it's, I mean, it's not the first pedal you buy. Yeah, and there's a lot of people who have those kind of MIDI. Um, capable pedals that never actually use that. So this could be something new oh, yeah. for them to like tune, turn their pedal and guitar rig into like a sequencer. Well, yeah. that's like, I mean, Scott, you've got a lot of pedals that um, could I've, use like... I do. I've got well, four. And I, you, you don't probably don't use them in that sense. So that'd be a lot of fun because you've got the, what, the Dark World, the... Tonal Recall, the yeah. Gravitas, and the Mood. Um, yeah, yeah, and I have a MIDI controller for it, but basically all I do is send presets. Right. Mm -hmm. This would be something that would probably be really easy to do. Like th that'd be really cool. The mood. Yeah, yeah sure that would particularly be the mood to start moving around that clock knob. Yeah. In a non because Chase Plus lets you ramp their knobs back and forth, but it's it's That's set. kind of them. Yeah. <laughs> Joel, I'm coming over. I'm gonna ramp your knob. <laughs> Sorry, that was that sounded way worse than like, <laughs> I wasn't that, intending to is, go there. Is that a threat? <laughs> Dude, guys, don't it stop promised. him. If this is what we have to do to get a Chase Bliss sponsorship, we're going to do it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, you said I've got it recorded. You were going to ramp his knob <laughs> and you were going to. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Joel. I'm just <laughs> waiting for like a good grief from Clifton because he's just been uh -huh. silent. 
<laughs> I feel like I feel his disapproval through his muted phone. <laughs> Don't worry, I, I know it's there. Like, I'm praying for all you. Don't he's, worry. He's, he's he's like, listen, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. So much see him at Nam, and he's just gonna smack my hand like. No, we don't do that. Bad. Shakes his head. You you go apologize to Joel right now. I don't care if he never heard what you said. You apologize. He grabs you by the ear and takes you over there. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, you, you can't make eye contact. You're just staring at your feet. Like, I'm sorry. Mr. Yeah, Gordon. so I'm sorry, Mr. Corday. <laughs> I, uh,. Why are you sorry? Uh, I was just I was just trying to ramp your knob. You <laughs> I just trying to ramp your knob. Like I was trying to like do hood hood rat stuff with my friends and yeah. you know I, they 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 said I had to ramp your knob and I don't I didn't know exactly what that meant but I wasn't gonna find out so that's why I'm here to apologize. All right, so let's move on to the next thing because uh. All right, so we, we've talked about this company before. Scott and I were both trying to figure out if we've talked about this. I believe we both saw this at some point, but we've seen a Zeppelin Design Labs product on here before because they, do, the, they do a lot of DIY stuff. Like yeah, you can do. build a pedal. And I think that's what we saw. Was was it a, dr a drive pedal or something that you could build? So the thing I had that you could build was their uh, tremolo circuit. Oh yeah, that's what it was. That's exactly what you which had, was, it, right? which was a killer deal. If, yeah. if their kits are still that cheap, go grab one and build one. They're they're really cool, um, and they're kind of, they're very like you can hack it kind of mindset too, mm -hmm. where they're like, hey, you want it this way, tweak this, or hey, you want to add MIDI to it, go for it. So, Dang, uh, nice. Yeah, the Quaver out is pretty awesome. These guys are in Chicago too. I really should actually like meet them sometime. Just show up randomly. That's how I, I found right people. Right now, right now in this yeah, quarantine just, time, just, just start just knocking go. on their door. Be like, let me in. Are you going to say hi to Johnny at Daredevil Pedals? What's up, dude? Hanging <laughs> 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 here to hang out at your shop. <laughs> I, I mean, uh, so my office is actually in the same building as um, Alchemy Audio. And so oh, I'm wow. always tempted. Uh, they leave their door open. So I'm always tempted to like go and stop in and like they don't know who I am and like that, my dudes? <laughs> yeah i'm always tempted to be because i'm always like oh hey johnny and he's like oh hey i don't know you and just yeah <laughs> so right. um so anyway zeppelin labs came out with the vpm1 mod for the ernie ball volume but vp jr uh i think everyone is well known of what everyone complains about the vp jr being it being passive so it has tone suck yeah and the string breaks is a common complaint for a lot of people um I've had mine I'm, for a few I'm, years and I have not had that problem, but I, I, I had mine for a while and I never had that happen, but I was always using it and just like, Hmm. Mm. One day, one day <laughs> I had, I had the shaft collar give out where like there's a set screw that kind of like keeps the string tight to the knob. Oh, okay. That gave out. And so like the pedal just stopped working and I'm like, Oh, I guess I broke it. And I, I look at it. I'm like, the string's still intact. What the heck is wrong with this thing? Um, I guess this is where we are now. Yeah. <laughs> And you get, uh, in the middle of like service or a gig you could be like i can't fix this now nope nope no i, I got i've got cables in such a way that i can just bypass it if it goes bad yeah. but that's going to make a nice little pop in the the sound system if that happens mm -hmm. so yeah 
But yeah, I mean, I was looking at, at this. It's it's cool because it takes away the whole string. So like you were saying it's like, oh, you know, people can like, oh, you can replace it with a Kevlar string and that won't break or be a lot stronger. But um, this guy, what they get rid of the string completely? They do like a sensor magnet situation. I think the better part of this is they don't just get rid of the string; they get rid of the pot too. Gotcha. So yeah. now they use a. I'm going to get nerdy for a second. A Hall effect, which is basically just magnets. Um, How do they work? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I would. I I had a feeling one that. of you guys were gonna make that, that joke. Got him. Got him. I I got that reference. I'm drinking yes. Fago right now. <laughs> oh my gosh, man! I, listen, grocery stores are that cleaned know, out down there, aren't they? <laughs> did anyone actually know a Juggalo growing up? Because I did. I did. Okay. Uh, had an ex girlfriend. She was like uh, from like Detroit area. She's like, yeah, no, they're really big over there. I'm like. Uh, or are you one? <laughs> are you? What are they called? Are they? Are they, are they like juggalettes? Are they just called juggalos? So. She would never answer me. I'm like, all right, move along. <laughs> just like throw some, throw a can of cheese whiz on the ground and see if she dives for it. It's like so. You want some fago? <laughs> that's, that's not exclusive to that. Would you subculture. like? So, would you like a sun kissed or a fago? Like which that's, one? That's, that's the test. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> it's like red pill blue pill on the matrix you're like trying yeah. to decide. like oh god like god. the fago is actually really good but <laughs> i know it's a trap isn't it weird how cheap sugar water has become such a signifier of culture yeah i oh. just like Lacroix. I just i just still don't like them i thought it was Lacroix. yeah it could be you know what this get out of here brian it's, it's Lacroix, right <laughs> look, look, hey, 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 did you get some, little, some of that LaCroix? LA Croix? <laughs> yeah, I'm, tr- I'm, I'm trying to convince Granny that she's still drinking, and that's the only thing that confuses her. I mean, I, out of that I, whole has thing, White Claw taken over where you guys are at yet? Because that just blew up last summer for oh, us. Yes. Oh, my God. It, it, I, I fell victim to that. I dig it. I'm into the seltzer camp. No! It's, oh, Dang dude. it, Brian. No! I'm, I'll crush those bad boys. What uh, you you know what? I'm sorry. Anytime I see a man so I, I work at a convenience store. Anytime I see a man buying white claw and I don't see a woman nearby, I give him a disapproving look. <laughs> I sat there. I, I, I say, Can I see your ID? And they look at me. I'm like, there's, oh, there's I thought you were twelve. Oh, I, I would figure you just asked for their man card. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't want to get fired. Yeah, there's, there's a lot more things about my style and look or and or character that could be disapproving for you anyways. But White Claw is probably the least of it. <laughs> You're like, oh my gosh. Uh, he's walking around in a track yeah. anime t-shirt. This loser. I, well, at least he's drinking White Claw. <laughs> don't, no, don't care about any of that. Honestly, I, I can look over a lot of things, but drinking White Claw, I cannot. Yeah. I, I really wanted to hate on it until I drank it. I'm like, you know what? I'm down for it. But it is actually expensive for what okay. it is. I'll have to say one of my favorite, like, it's not, it's definitely not like a quote unquote girly drink or what, whatever. I absolutely love the Smirnoff ice. <laughs> I used to drink that like when you're like, you know, teeny. oh yeah. Oh yeah. I was 16. Like I, I'd be like 16. Like someone's like, what do you want to drink? I'm like, oh, Smirnoff ice, green apple. <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah. really? Like, exactly. Yeah. Apple was like, drink it till we were like, I think we were like 16 or like, this is what we should get. So we, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I want, do they still make that? Cause I, I might have to be a 31 year old man buying, buying Smirnoff like, ice. Man, I'm pretty sure most Smirnoff ice is given out ironically at this point. Cause there was that whole icing your bros thing a few years ago. I don't remember yeah. that. 
I, I see my friends doing that now, and I'm like, wasn't that years ago? <laughs> they still also say what's up to each what's other. Up? Yeah. <laughs> They're oh like a God. decade behind. <laughs> Have you guys heard of this new band, Puddle of Mud? They're pretty dope. Oh my god, he speaks to me on a spiritual level. <laughs> that guy um, would never do anything to be a horrible person. I can tell you that much. Not yeah. on camera, not get arrested, not anything. Sorry, that was really a dark joke about how much that guy is screwed up. See, I, I knew there was something about that, but I'm like, I didn't follow them closely. Okay, you know? yeah. So like, he got arrested for like. DUI quite a bit and then I think like a domestic assault like crazy like your typical trailer park stuff yeah and you're like well he what did you expect you know in, <laughs> I mean, in, in, in the, the list of musicians like, I stopped listening to because they're dirt bags puddle of mud is not on my list of ones to redeem anytime soon so yeah <laughs> that's uh but anyways so it's the expression pedal right it's pretty sweet <laughs> oh volume pedal yeah, yeah so what did we even say what it does yeah it, it replaces the string and oh yeah i'm oh, sorry in your vp jr oh. adds a buffering circuit can give you gain you lost you can also use it as an expression pedal there's an option for that I yes it cool. can yes it can oh, okay uh, Ten so, so i was reading that and i was i was I, I don't quite understand how it works what's the difference between that and like the op optic Thing that like Morley has. like the optical one that Morley does. So yeah. the optical one uses an, a, a light bulb and a light sensitive resistor. Okay. So it's 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 literally light intensity where this one uses magnetic forces. Okay. And that's better. Uh. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Next question. Yeah. All right. I, I, I so the part I just don't know about is the thing we all love about the VP Junior is the feel. The sweet, yeah. yeah. There's just this great tension in it mm -hmm. um, that I don't know if you take the string out, where does the tension come from? Yeah, I did. Oh yeah, because with the spring and yeah, I I upgraded mine. Uh, Maybe with, there's magnetic tension, like yeah, like, like, like it pushes. Yeah. I upgraded mine with a Chernobyl tone, and I I like it. I mean, it was expensive for what it is. I put, you know, had to put the volume. Uh, not the volume, but the tuner in the volume pedal, and he upgraded. Oh, that's cool! Kevlar string and everything. He did a killer job, really good. Um, and he also did my uh, mini volume for Dunlop one. And it's, mm -hmm. yeah, it's great. It does. I mean, but it's not cheap. That's the whole thing. Yeah. I, now I, you can get the Ernie Ball one with a tuner in it for one ninety nine. Yeah, something like that. And people are like, oh yeah, it's like an extra hundred dollars to get the Chernobyl one. People are like, well, which one are you gonna buy? I'm like, eh. I mean, he still does. He still has the mini volume, which nobody else does, which mm, I thought yeah. was kind of cool. Because I'm like, it is it the size of a boss pedal. So if you like the volume pedal of Junior, is still pretty big. Well, and then get and, the one that he crams a Strymon Zuma into too, so you can power your whole board. Yeah, that's interesting. I'm like, yeah, he does a lot of stuff, and he also does uh, carbon fiber toppers. <laughs> I think that's like kitschy, but I think it's cool. I went but, by his booth at um at winter mm -hmm. and he had like what was it a copy of the the clan i think mm -hmm. and um anyways it sounded pretty pretty good um oh it's a daily driver he has that out it's, yeah uh, yeah i you know i could be wrong i thought it was more of a blues breaker circuit that he did Man. that kind of like it was like five cast or like <laughs> multiple cascading uh game stages on okay i could be wrong i don't know why i had that impression in my in my mind but because he also had a, a clone next to it, I think. 
was a thing. Yeah, he was doing like a AB. Yeah. It's yeah. like, oh, you can get blues, you know, the King of Tones sounds out of it. You can also get Klon sounds. I'm like, this is tight. Ah, <laughs> uh, see. Okay. Uh, yeah, sense. no, I, I, I dig that. And it, it, I don't know, the volume pedal mods, it's a great platform to like change something on it. And I think this Zeppelin Designs is a whole new uh, avenue for that. If you're like always concerned about breaking the you know string and probably more precise with the sensor magnet deal. And also there's a gain that you can add to it, which I think is cool. So if that's something you want to do, if like this, if you want, could be your only pedal. If you add, like to add gain to your amp. Yeah, it would be cool yeah. for that is, yeah. uh, so one of my big complaints is I play a lot of different guitars. And so having like low output pickups versus a higher output pickup, you sometimes just want a gain knob somewhere in your system. Mm-hmm. And so if you are a, my volume pedal is my first thing. Yeah. Kind of person. That's exactly what that's for. So yeah. you set it at zero when you, and you dial in your whole rig with the hottest humbucker you've got. And so when you pick up a strat, you get, you figure out how much gain you need to add and you're good to go. Yeah. I think it's a cool idea. It's uh, and it's not that expensive. The, the full, like, you know, uh, send us everything and we'll do it for you is 165. That's not bad. It's not bad. And being me, I buy the DIY kit for 69. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> nice. All right, so let's move on really quick because we've been talking for 17 hours now. All right, so uh, we've got everyone's quarantined. Like, I yeah, if they're, I mean, like, it's just it is what it is. They just announced a quarantine in Tennessee. Oh, Clifton's out in his car. Yeah, Clifton's out in his car right now quarantining himself. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know, but you're going to have to move out there, dude. She, she'll drop the food off on the ground and then you'll open the door and you'll grab it and bring it in. Um, But there's a lot of uh, cool free stuff out right now. There's a couple things really quick that did not make this list that I'm going to throw in um, because I've got them. The uh, Moog app and the mini Moog app. Yeah. And the chaos and the chaos later. So that's a lot of fun. Uh, Those are both free right now. And they're both on iPhone or Android. And it's really cool because they know musicians are going to be stuck in the house and it gives you something to play with, especially being on your phone. It's really fun because it annoys my wife. So <laughs> I'm sure it'll annoy yours too. Yeah. So I've had the, the Chaos Later for a good long while now. And did so you pay you can, for it? Yeah, I did. Oh, wow. So you can, nope. My phone volume is off. <laughs> I think I downloaded it the other day. I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to use this. So you can have fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Okay, that's yeah, you can do that. Yeah. So I've been other... intending to I've been intending to download those, but I haven't. Um I don't know well, why. Don't wait. Yeah. I, I tell you one thing that was cool though. Um uh, there's a lot of good see money. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we have a new theme song, guys. Yeah, there you go. Anyway, I see money. You can see dubs. There you go. <laughs> there's been some pretty radical deals out there, and I think there's going to be even more if this thing keeps going on longer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm waiting. I'm waiting for like stimulus check sales. Yeah. Well, like, uh, Sweetwater brought back their 48-month uh, financing, too. Oh, dang. Oh, <laughs> Uh-oh. We're all in trouble. Yeah, all right. Um, well, so let's see what else. Native Audio, the Analog Dreams, that's a... Uh... Synth. 
this is also this is almost entirely the stuff I threw in here is all recording yeah. stuff. So yeah, while you guys are all home trying to write your EP, where you do the exact same progression that every other song has ever been. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Take it okay, easy. hold on, hold on. This this cherry. Okay, sorry. I'm, I moved on to the next thing. and got excited. Yeah. So uh, native audio has the analog dreams. Cherry audio has the voltage modular nucleus, which is you can full... run the cables. Yep. That's that's the that's like a game within itself. That looks pretty cool. Yeah. Hmm. Um, Loop Cloud is offering. So Loop Cloud is a service where you can just like download loops to play with. Um, they're going full premium is free for like a month. And if you do sign up now, you also get, um, waves is one knob wetter plugin, which is a reverb, real simple one. Um, the outside, the other side of that is a lot of services are offering free lessons. So yeah. you've seen Scoov, um, music radar has a bunch of, uh, other resources. I actually, I had a buddy who he's off work right now for the foreseeable future. And I just handed him a guitar and said, all right. Go learn. Yep. <laughs> like this is this is a good hobby. Go learn, man. And so I gave him my squire and I'm like, I want it back, but like <laughs> Yeah. Here's something to noodle around with and see if it takes. So Yeah. That, that honestly borrowing a friend squire is how I got into guitar. Yeah. He had a squire bullet and I stole it and I learned how to play. I played of like the lead line to like what if God was one of us? And like I don't know why that was, I was just like I was like I was like holy crud I can make like I can make music, and I I'd been in band before and everything but I never like with like guitar I just couldn't imagine being that coordinated. And I started figuring out man that was like the coolest thing ever. Now's a good time if you don't play guitar why are you listening to this podcast number one because that's yeah. confusing. I, I'm number sorry two. your spouse is making you listen to this. <laughs> number two, <laughs> what are you waiting for? Yeah, Maybe it's there are, if you're if you're on a road trip right now. Take the next exit. Spend some time together. Have fun. <laughs> so with that, everyone's staying inside, not only producing <laughs> yeah. your own record, but uh, this kind of this is our kind of last little topic, and I think we're going to hit this pretty quick. Um, we're all now confined. We got multiple people in our houses, possibly, or we live in close proximity to everybody else. Um, how do you spend this time practicing, developing music, etc., without ticking off everybody around you? Um, I play, uh, most of my board can run direct. I played my board into my focus, right? Uh, two I two or whatever it is. And I just monitor with that. So yeah, the focus, right? Stuff is great. Um, yeah, this, this is, and then if I, even if, uh, I can use my studio monitors, keep it down a little bit because I'm not like trying to get it to break up or anything, even though it, it would does sound better loud. But people don't understand that. <laughs> Look, it sounds better when it's loud. <laughs> yeah. They're like, but... no, it just sounds louder. You're like, yeah, better. That's what I said. <laughs> well, I mean, you hear differently at quiet and loud. So often That's it might science. not be different sounding, but it, it yeah. appears to you differently. So, yeah, yeah. science. Woo. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I have a. I have a lot of stuff <laughs> and so it's like I have a fractal, I have real amps and I also have um, a two notes uh, set up to where I can silently record and I, I dig it and it's, it's to use the different options and so like there's so many different ways. Um, so if you wanted to do like say instead of 
using a fractal, you can do com- comparable. You can use Helix or HX Stomp. I think that's probably one of the coolest things out <laughs> now is the HX Stomp deal because it's like it's you know not that expensive and you can upload your own IRs. And I think we had mentioned this earlier that it's like impulse responses really can make something sound so much better. And as much as I love my fractal stuff and it comes loaded with like 100 something uh, cabs or whatever, I, you know, bought some third-party IRs and it totally flipped the lid. I'm like, man, this thing sounds so much better. It's way easier to dial in uh, from ML Sound Labs. Uh, that's a you know a great like impulse response. You know, I don't know. I was like here heard own hammer and there's a bunch of different ones, but uh, ML ML Sound Labs. I only bought them because I heard you know fluff from riffs beards and gear this is one i use i'm like i was like kind of drunk one night i'm like well it's only 30 dollars, and so i bought it <laughs> the same cabs that cab pack that he uses and it came with a free one so i picked mesa boogie oversized cab and orange you know 4 by 12 cab and i'm like man it makes everything sound so much better either fractal or if i'm using amps with the two notes you know ir loader i'm like man i'm just like playing i'm like i barely i rarely ever play my amps actual speakers anymore because <laughs> i'm just doing that and i'm like so much easier to capture them you can either go uh spit if out of a you know uh, your digital unit or i can just go xlr out into the you know front of the focus right to monitor that way and recording you can just like with a flip of like you know a click of a mouse you can always open up a session in your daw and just like start practicing recording and stuff like that so that's kind of where i am now and i'm like my goal is to either finish a record or doing something like that like an ep a couple songs or something like that um I guess I'll go next. Um, I'm trying to step up my live streaming game uh, during this. And so I have something actually coming in the mail tomorrow. Um, I ordered ordered a Zoom U44. I was trying to be budget. I had like a $50 Guitar Center gift card to burn. (laughs) And so um, I I saw this unit and and what intrigued me about it was like a four-channel unit. So and it had like tons of like different options, like different in and out options, not just like just for guitar or just for a microphone. And so like it's got like RCA and oh wow yeah uh, XLR and quarter inch. And I was like, this looks exactly what I need, like to be able to talk and play an instrument and feed other signals in. And you know, I can also like um, I could play with other musicians, like you know, if that down the road and like do live streams like that oh, and yeah. so stuff is really great yeah and so um i'm looking forward to that I, I i really um you know you see like like this sunday like churches for instance all were live streaming and like there's a ton of them that, like this is their first time mm-hmm. but like i'm trying to strike while the iron is hot you know like with creating some content that's you know um while ever you've got a captive audience anyways, trying to up get up the game and that make it sound better. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, and the other great part about something like this is it really is a, a, a solid interface on top of being a, a field recorder. Right. So you can do tons of different stuff with this, but um, I, I've talked about this a few times. Waves makes this, um, the, they have the Paul Reed Smith amp sim plugins that are mm-hmm. honestly some of the best sounding and they go on sale for like 30 bucks all the time. Uh-huh. Um, that that's a great place just to start. And cause your, your audio interface, if you just set the gain at zero and you set it appropriately, you've got enough headroom there to run drive pedals into your DAW and actually dial in your board. 
So it's a great practice at home with headphones or studio monitors um, solution for not much money if you already have an audio interface. Yeah, I'll have to look at that. I, I wasn't aware of that. Um, There's a option. free trial, I think, too. So just download it, play with it, see if you like it. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, no, that, that's cool. I got, I got to look at like more plugins and stuff like that because I'm like, I have no idea with like, you know, like waves and slate and stuff like that. I'm like, I'm sure that could really improve, vastly improve like recording and stuff like that. But it's a deep rabbit hole, man. <laughs> yeah. Cause I'm like, I don't know. I, I bought IRs. I'm like, all right, well, I can do this. And so now I've bought like probably like maybe $80 worth of impulse responses. It's got like, this should be cool. This should be cool. I'm like, oh, wait, no, 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 no. This will be <laughs> something I start doing with plugins. I'm like, it's only $80. Let me buy that right now. Oh, shit. Shit, I'm spend like a couple hundred dollars in a week. Yeah, uh, I I've got a few hundred bucks into Waves plugins at this point. <laughs> All to edit a podcast that breaks even. There you go. <laughs> That's the move, fellas. <laughs> Support our Patreon, please. <laughs> um yeah i mean i so i'm tooling around with the kemper thing right now i mean that's 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 an over-the-top you know quiet rig solution um but as i mentioned the waves thing is perfect or um honestly guitar rig from native audio is pretty solid uh if you have pro tools you probably have 11 rack that's available Mm -hmm. um it's okay i'm curious about that whole ir thing i'm I'm wondering does that clean up everything because I wonder if you, I haven't even tried. I wonder if you can upload IRs into oh, you, a level. You just turn the cab sim off and then you put an IR loader behind it in the signal oh, okay. chain. I was like, I could do that, but nah, I'd rather just play my fractal. Yeah. But no, this, this is an option for, I think, uh, with uh, Scott, you were saying that's over the top. And so is so is having a fractal or two note solution. Those are a little yeah. over the top for most people, but even just like, you know, like you said, plugins would be a good option. Yeah. I mean, and, and the other part to just simply talk about is, you know, a lot of us, I think I spend way too much time playing my electric uh, comparatively. And so whenever I pick up my acoustic, get away from my computer for a little bit, because usually I'm at my computer if I'm playing my electric. Um, there's just this disconnect that happens where I just kind of can focus in on just, just my playing. Mm-hmm. And it, it allows you to really just kind of chill. And yeah. Yes, an acoustic guitar is actually louder than an electric guitar, but it's not that bad. So, yeah, I think even just uh, like you're saying that disconnect is good because uh, I think you might sometimes feel guilty. I know I do, but I'm like, oh, I'm feeling guilty by not playing music or recording anything. Of mm-hmm. like, oh, maybe I step away and just watch YouTube videos or watch something on Netflix or whatever, or even just play games or whatever. Or, you know, I, I found I dug out my old N64. And I'm starting to play that. And I don't feel guilty because I'll come back to guitar. And so I'm like, I have a, a bit of time here. So <laughs> sometimes that's a fresh perspective because I was like forcing myself. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Let's let's write something. Let's write something. And I couldn't think of anything. And the next day I came back to it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, and I wrote something really quick. So maybe that's something, too. Yeah, I, uh, I also I was redoing my uh, entertainment center today because I got a new um, center channel speaker mm-hmm. for my uh, sound system and uh i saw my nintendo 64 there i'm like i'm probably going to just like live streaming me play uh tony Hawk pro skater or something soon here yeah and it's not a bad thing because i don't know i think that's like if you inundate yourself with like the like i don't know like the i have to be in create mode i have to be in like you know like uh you know writing song mode and then you just like you know put yourself in a bad state but if you're mm-hmm. like okay 
but then that's a fine line too because you'd be like no i'm just gonna be a a, a, you know like which i did my first day i was like i'm just a fat ass i ate burritos and just played games all day (laughs) i didn't play (laughs) up my guitar once don't do that every day (laughs) like there needs to be that balance i'm like oh take some time and just like you know play a little bit of guitar maybe just like you know veg out and whatever and just like try and keep your head on straight and try and keep you know in this crazy time you know you know uh put out some positive vibes and give yourself some positive vibes you know yeah i mean i today was the day i was today's sunday i don't think we said yep. that on the, the thing i worked out today for the first time in like two weeks and i'm just feeling better it's a better day just yeah, by i ran getting to work in that was a long three miles because i haven't ran in a while but i'm like i need to do this like <laughs> you know yeah i mean so there's things like that pick up your acoustic just play or you know mm-hmm. Don't focus on writing the next best thing right away because that's the other thing. I think we writing is something that generally for most people happens spontaneously. Mm. So you just got to just let it sit and just be okay and just let it come out. Um, But on the flip side, now is a great time when you're practicing. Sit and record yourself playing just stuff that you always play and listen to yourself. Yeah, that's good. You'd be amazed what you pick up in yourself when you're not playing at the same time. And then you'll you know, if you try to record the same riff over and over and over again. Um, so like earlier this week, I dialed in what I thought was the perfect tone to hit gravity by John Mayer, which is like one of those Holy grail guitar tones. Um, and I was like, man, I can't bend worth crap. I can't (laughs) hit those bends. Right. You know? Um, and so I was sliding into the note and someone's like, you're playing it too clean. There's a bend in there, fix it. And so then I like tried to record myself doing that. And I realized I need to work on my bends and I've been working on that all week and my hand hurts like crazy because yeah, that's a lot of stress on my ring finger. Um, but having that ability just to record yourself and just play it back, it doesn't have to be anything fancy. It doesn't have to be this great rig. Um, will improve your playing. Yeah. And even just like, I don't know, like other fun things of like, you know, tearing apart your pedal board and then redoing it. You know, it could be something in that or even just restringing, restringing guitars, like I restrung my Jazzmaster. I'm like, wow, that was uh, a huge improvement in tone because from two year old. Speaking string, of, of restringing, I restrung hey, my acoustic with, with uh, what's some some Stringjoy strings. So we want to take the time to thank our sponsor, Stringjoy. Go check them out, Stringjoy.com, and they will love that seamless plug I put right there. So Diaz really wants to end this cast. No, I, 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 I got Taco Bell in the other room. That's all I'm saying. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I'm going to make some bring mac and cheese and hot dogs. Dude. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to have that for lunch tomorrow. That sounds so good. I love me some mac and cheese with hot dogs in it. You know someone has never been poor when they're like, mac and cheese and hot dogs, those both sound great. And it's like, no, you put them together. And they're like, mind blown. I, yeah, I, I posted it on my Instagram when I was making that, I don't know, a week or so ago. And I've seen three or four friends turn around and make it. Yeah, <laughs> it, looked, it looked great. I mean, yeah, Chef Ramsay ain't got nothing on you. Kraft mac and cheese <laughs> and Little Smokies diced up. Yep. Oh, and my gosh. I'm going to throw right. some of that Chipotle uh, no, Tabasco sauce no. on top of that. No, mm-hmm. ew, no. You don't I need am. nothing from Chipotle. It's just a Chipotle flavor Tabasco sauce. Oh, okay. Whew, that's close. They have it <laughs> at Chipotle, but yeah. Ah, uh, what? So, um, let's let's let our uh, wonderful guest hosts plug their stuff. Brian, why don't you tell us a little about the things and stuff that you do? 
All right. If uh, you know you want to check us out, uh, check out uh, the Tone Jerks podcast. So I guess whatever you're listening to this on, you can also find us at Search the Tone Jerks, and uh, you'll find us. We you know got the same deal as the Effects Loop. We have a Facebook group, YouTube channel, uh, Instagram, all that stuff. The Tone Jerks, you know, we'll be there. We'll you know, we'll, we'll leave the light on for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I haven't seen a Motel Six in years. <laughs> it's been. Oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, Clifton, tell them about the stuff and things you do. Yeah. Um, well, I've got the Clifton Worley show. It's a little bit of on a uh, high hiatus right now, but um, I still am pretty active in the Facebook group. Um, and so go find that. And I do a lot of live streaming. And um, I've also been like during this quarantine thing, like, a lot of other musician friends that I have who have good content. I've been pushing that just trying to, you know, um, make good people aware, make people aware mm-hmm. of good stuff. And, um, so yeah, I would, I would just encourage if you want to follow what I'm doing, that's probably the best place. And I'm also on Instagram and I try to do a little bit of content there. All right, Scott, wh- or why don't you plug your thing? Uh, the effects loop can be found at, facebook.com slash group slash the effects loop instagram at the effects loop i don't know what our youtube handle is we don't have one because not enough people subscribe like subscribe comment yeah all of the above convince diaz to release another video oh my gosh it's so much work it is it's it's it's, it's real in the field you know (laughs) oh my gosh it's just so much work there's like you have to do stuff and things and it's This is why I like it's, my you know live what? stream demos, where I just Listen, plug it the, in and it's bad and whatever. Follow see, the problem, the problem with making the YouTube videos is you have to dissect your soul every time you watch the take that you just did. You're just like, you are ugly in this, or you you sound dumb. <laughs> Do it again. Diaz, I think you need to read some articles on self-love. Okay. No, Jess, <laughs> Jess gets mad when I read those articles. Um, all right. <laughs> okay. All right. So yeah, check us out. Uh, you got what? You can email us at theeffectsloop at gmail dot com. Check out our LinkedIn. You go. You got Instagram. You got the YouTube. You got the group. That's pretty much it. Um, oh, you know what? Well, oh, our Patreon, Patreon dot com slash theeffectsloop. You can give as much money as you want to. Uh, we've got different tiers. If you give five dollars and above, you get in this really fun chat room that we've got going. You just got to log in with your AOL username and password and let us know your SN and your ASL. <laughs> your <aim. laughs> yeah, what's your what's your what's your AIM username? <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, once again, guys, thank you very much for being on. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, so for the effects loop, I'm Diaz. I'm Scott. I'm Cliff. Damn. (laughs) Every time. (laughs) All right, guys. We'll see you guys next week. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. (laughs) Bye-bye. You got to do the stewardess voice. You know what's funny? Every time this happens, we always say, we need to start just recording when we get on the call. And we never do. <laughs> well, when I did, and I would like leave that as like an Easter egg, you guys got all pissed that I was recording that. So 
I never did. Yeah I, yeah, I just did if you didn't tell me and I said things that were inappropriate that I wouldn't want other humans to hear. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to say anything too bad. You were gay. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to tell people how I really feel because then they'll just look at me funny and summer man. Don't, don't go near him. Don't worry, summer man's not happening. I know, you know what? This, this is going to sound really horrible because it's, I mean, it sucks, but I wasn't going to be able to make it this year. Mm. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's that's the part that sucks because I'm like, well, good. Now I don't feel bad for not going. <laughs> I'm tempted Maybe to like, just if, if they do cancel it, I might still just like convince a buddy or two to just, like, take over the man house and just take a trip. Yeah, that'd be cool. I, you know, I, honestly, I would still come stay for a few nights. I'd be like totally down for that. I mean, I, it's like it's just summer camp. We're just yeah. changing it. It's it's the effect sleep summer camp. Yeah. Only the coach will grand It'd probably be a lot more fun without actually going on the floor. But I was oh my God. planning on skipping Saturday. Yeah. Because like by two days I'm done. Like, you know, I feel like that every year, and then you go, on Saturday. You go, for some stupid reason, and you don't see yeah. anything new. You have nothing yeah. to say to anybody. So the thing, the thing about Saturday that I like, Saturday is whenever I just, like, fart around and hang out at booths and don't feel that was. That, that was the snow. Yeah. I'm ripping on left and right. Just crop dusting the entire... I want to I I just do an interview and be like, okay, what does this pedal do? Oh, that's really cool. Hey, what's that smell? <laughs> that was you. <laughs> yeah, I was uh, thinking it would be cool to go this year because I've, I've only been to the, the you know, winter NAM and because it's just it's really close to uh, San Diego. And I'm like, oh, I was just, like planning and a lot of people were like saying, oh, come on, you can do it. That would be cool. And, I'm like, and this whole thing happened. I'm like, all right, uh, I guess uh, that's not going to happen. I, I don't Scott, know. It might. Scott, it might still. I don't. I don't know. It's too close. Scott, you got tickets for like round trip tickets for like ninety two bucks. Dude. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not giving those up. No, dude. That's you. Like, even if you I, came to Nashville, you're not by yourself for like, I, a week I or just whatever. like take Scott and like Kevin Cliffs and all those. I, I, I would just go say hi to people and like to do like part around Melbourne for a day. I, I don't know. You're gonna so make it smell bad. Too. Uh, yeah, uh, that's a fart joke. Came back around. Uh, just got him back. again. <laughs> Dude, got, got him. him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so do we want to actually actually start this episode now? <laughs> <laughs>